we're finally at the messiest bitches of them all. Oh my god, who's the messiest bitch you know? Mm. A man. It's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, baddies. I just wanted to give a fair warning that this is part two of our Couple Thruple recap. So if you haven't watched part one, you can go back and find that in the same feed or playlist. This is part two and enjoy. Like a BB moment, which is like a beautiful black moment. Did we get any of those in this episode? Black. We have a chaotic five moment of the chaotic five moment. And you're watching Black Fi Reality. Black Fi Daddy and those who love us. As we were hinting to earlier, um, we saw you from across the bar, Corey and Wilder. Um, okay. I I want to hear y'all thoughts on them because for me, like, I think this was the sneak, like, oh, you're going to be polyamorous or I'm leaving you couple. Like, mm-hmm. Wilder is so, he, he said he's straight, he's straight, he's heterosexual. And Corey was like, I am newly bisexual, a.k.a. I am forced to do this, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because and they talk about their experiences in the past where they tried to have threesomes or they've had threesomes and stuff like that, and how she's felt uncomfortable, like when she left the room and they started kissing and all this stuff. I and then and then her putting on a brave face in that first mixer and then going going to their room that night and ex- I'm I don't mean to like fast forward through everything, but like yeah. it's just the red flags of like I don't think she really truly wants this, but she wants to be with him, mm-hmm. and this is what she has to do with be with him. So maybe that that's what I kind of picked up on. Quita, did you think it was something different? Well, when you say when you say that, it starts because there are there were a lot of red flags for me with them and their dynamic because it was mm-hmm. very clear that like the infidelity or the things that have happened between them before mm-hmm. still really sits with Corey. Like she, right. you know, the, being really hard to trust. And then like when they're in the jealousy exercise or the boundaries exercise and like, she immediately is like, nah, they ain't kissing it. I was like, yes. dang, like, <laughs> you know, even, like a little pet, like nothing. She's like, no. Um, yeah. I was just like, okay, there's something going on here between them. Um, and I, yeah, I'm like, oh, but when you say it like that, it's like, oh, I could kind of see how this might be an issue of like, Walter's like, well, I want to keep doing this. And this is the only way I'll keep doing this relationship. Because um, I'm like, it didn't, it didn't seem like Corey's ever expressed that like, she really loves this, but she's like, we've done this before, you know, like, we're not new to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if that was also just a one time thing. Because <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't know how how in this you are. Um, and at first I was like, oh, so he definitely cheated by how she was acting and talking. And not to like, trying to be careful. Like your, your feelings are valid. Your feelings are very valid about the situations she said. But it was like, yeah, I, I was going to do a threesome. I left the room. I come back. They're making out. Like. I wonder what if it was already a conversation of like you can't kiss another girl unless I'm there or if it was a situation of like we're having a threesome we'll figure it out and honestly the whole someone leaves to come back to the other two making out is like kind of the way a lot of people end up starting a threesome so I was like oh that was what got you and that was like your boundary I wonder if you voiced that I mean Wilder is ready to to eat it and just be like yeah I messed up so I guess he he did but it's like it's really wild to me and yeah I didn't clock until my second watch so she said newly bisexual because to me me, second watch to me I was like they're giving they're giving queer vibes. Like I'm kind of mm-hmm. disappointed in Wilder being straight. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, right. like you're too fashionable. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
straight, but if you say so. So in the first mixer, it seems like they only had eyes for one. Um, they were just talking to Denise and Corey was just like, Oh, I want I want to talk to her, but I can't pull her. So you gotta go do it for me. So he does the work and I it's it's a lot. It's like I wouldn't wanna like totally question um I don't want to question Corey's like sexuality, um, sexuality yeah. because true. I also think what she's doing in terms of Denise was actually very by panic, by girl panic of like, mm. oh my god, I like her, mm. but I've never done this before. So do I approach her like she's my friend, or like do I have to uh, put on like a sexy <laughs> air or something? Like that's that's by realness right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, it's a she is an anxious attachment one and mm-hmm. I will say it seems like Wilder's very um patient. Like he seems like a good partner on his point. Yeah. But uh, I uh, <laughs> you don't want to give these men that. <laughs> I I I truly don't because like I'm wondering if, like, like you said, like, oh, somebody goes away, people are kissing, you come back. To me, I'm like, okay, so how did they find that girl? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, like you said, the Wilder, Wilder, bring that girl over. Like, this is the girl we're having a threesome with. Mm. Corey's trying to get to know her. She goes to the bathroom, and all of a sudden, y'all are kissing. So to me, I'm like, oh, so y'all, was there something? I'm thinking there's something here for y'all to just be kissing. If because she does say like we were still in the process of like talking and getting to know each other when I got up to go to uh, the bathroom, yeah. and um, then mm. I come back and they're making out. So I, I would kind of be a little side eye too, you know, because it's like, did you want to threesome or did you already cheat on me with this girl? And you then brought her in our bed. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. Yeah. I just right. I just don't. <laughs> You're Is bringing maybe- in your detective skills from crime scene podcast. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you're right. reading, you're picking up on little things. But also I'm just like, she, I get that she's like, what happened when I was in the bathroom? But I'm like, it. there is a thing where you're needing more information from mm-hmm. this girl in order to feel comfortable going there. Sure. And Wilder's like, I'm attracted to her. You're attracted <laughs> to her. We're attractive people. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like you weren't talking anymore. And so we just started making out. <laughs> I was like, I wanted to make out when you were here, but you wanted to talk. You know, just, yeah. like, I hear what she's saying, but I'm like, also, it might not be that deep. Like, it might not be that deep for Walter. Yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is why Walter's like, I'm sorry. Like, okay, I won't do that again. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's also very queer coded of how much processing that mm-hmm. our girl mm-hmm. needs to do. It's like, that's why I'm like, thank give lesbian I know Mm -hmm. I'm not misgendering this man but it gives lesbian of like but we need to like really talk about the dynamics and what this is going to mean for our relationship before we bring the third and like oh my gosh the stakes are just so high baby girl so yeah we have our challenge of they what was their their uh safe word is Scott which is nice He said, you can, I can be your safe space. And yeah, I know. And, you know, um, Denise, she's first talking, talking, and they're just like flirting a little. And then she gets, I think she um, saddles him. Yeah, strat- straddles. Mm-hmm. Straddles. I'm like, straddles. And he's on the back, and he was like, <laughs> yeah, away yeah. from her, too. Yeah, he's on a stomach. That's been comfort- comfortable. And then Corey, Corey is quivering, shaking, about to throw up. She said, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> she said, Scott, Scott, cries. Yeah. And they reward her. They're like, thank you for giving your reality TV tears. Here's a date. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> that is true. That is yeah. True. That's but exactly also, what they wanted. Right. And also she did the exercise. Like she named yeah. when she was uncomfortable, which everyone can't say that they did the same. We'll get to them. But yeah. um, 
<laughs> it was like she was just like, look, uh, I'm uncomfortable. He looks like he's into this, and this needs to stop immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one thing they have going for them is they have a, a lot of communication, like you guys said. Like mm-hmm. they have a lot of communication, so like open communication and 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 saying how each other feels. And like you said, Wilder does validate her feel her feelings, and he actually like he he actually like um like re. I don't even know, like reconstitutes uh-huh. her feelings in a, in a way that like, like when she was freaking out in the bathroom and he was like, okay, well, let's, let's walk it through it. He's, he's like, so you're, 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 you're feeling kind of anxious. He's like, and that yellow light is blinking for you, but it, you know, but it's just a warning. It's not red, you know, it's right. okay. We're still going. She's like, oh yeah, you're so right. Like, so I agree with you guys there. They, they do communicate perfectly enough so that they can work through this and her being like, I need to be more part of the process because you can tell that it's triggering her. Like mm-hmm. it's almost like if they want this process to work, they need to find a third that she like she needs to be the lead in finding mm-hmm. the third. And you know, because I feel like Wilder doesn't. He, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't no. feel like he, he cares. <laughs> like, no, he does. Like you said, <laughs> she's attractive, and we're kids, and we're making. <laughs> so I do. I do like that. I, I she was brave enough to be like, I I can't do that even though yeah. it was like, girl, come on. <laughs> but it, yeah. it created a foundation, I, I think, for the three of them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have this nice date while the messy have your dinner with your second, which they didn't have a second. Let's be for real. Who would they have invited to this? Oh. Like, so, um, you know, Denise is like, yeah, you are actually very brave. I think it's a superpower for you to be that vulnerable. Like, she's saying all the right things. All the right and things, yeah. Yeah. I think that night they end up having their first kiss in bed. That makes sense. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe on episode three. Maybe on episode three. I'm not sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 But there's a lot of buildup. Corey's like, I'm want that kiss but I'm like I don't know if I'm ready and Denise is like I just want to kiss them <laughs> like, this is what I'm here for and it's not happening but yeah they they eventually get there the, the third competition with the jealousies again she's very open like I um, uh, Corey's like I get jealous when I feel like he's connecting mm-hmm. with them more than me or, or whatever she said mm-hmm. she's um, and she was even, I love that. I, I love that. She was like, and I'm not going to throw this in the fire because I need to work on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I agree. And then everybody's like, they're the couple, this, that's what I want. I was, I was like, Oh, okay. I guess. Like, <laughs> but it, it, I get it. Like I, now that you, I've talked you guys into a little bit out. Y'all have talked me into like, like thinking that they could do well. Cause I, I still do think they're communicating really well, even though I don't know if this was like, Corey's idea initially. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a fair question. Hopefully that mm-hmm. gets answered later. Yeah. Um, so, you know, at the end of all of this, we get the swap ceremony and yeah, that's them. Yeah. They stick. They stay with Denise. No surprise. No the surprise only couple there. to stay. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. It'll be very interesting to see if anyone could turn Corey's head cuz that seems like the make or break of this. Yeah. 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 And I think Denise is just so like she's really good. Like like you said she was very she's kind of frustrated, but she at least she was patient. I so mm-hmm. I I think they both are like, "All right, Corey, like you know, like we'll go on your your speed." So, yeah. And I think Corey understands that if they do uh, swap, she'll have to start this all over again. Oh, yeah. So it's like, do we stay with Denise, who we've been having good interactions with so far? She's been patient. She's been, like, validating and affirming. Or do we take a risk and start with someone else? And then they might invalidate Corey's feelings and being like, it's not that deep. It's just a kiss. Like, let's just kiss or something. And honestly, I think the 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 like the stronger thing or or the braver thing to do for them is to stay with Denise. 
because mm-hmm. she could run away from her her feelings or, or from that breaking down of that wall and pick somebody else and mm-hmm. really never let anybody in. So right. yeah. it just still kind of disturbs me though that they kind of look like brother and sister, just a little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but again, I'm sorry, but sometimes. Uh, the they do that. Like the fact that Dylan and um Lauren basically went for Lauren's twin. It was like mm, okay. <laughs> I didn't want to say doppelbanger, but I didn't. You know, I it was yeah. right there. Some some queer people, they're like my type, me. me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like good for you. Good for you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Now we're finally at the messiest bitches of them all. Oh my God, who's the messiest bitch? You know, mm. a man. It's a man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Meet Rabon and Ashmal. They uh, met prior to COVID, then quarantined together. And Rabon said that they're Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. He's just the pretty one. Well, Ashmal is funny. Mm. Hate that comp. Hate it. (laughs) (laughs) And they've had threesomes and foursomes in the past. And Mm. then they have kicked people out the next day. So, you know, they're probably not the best in treating their visitors in the bedroom. Right. <laughs> yes. I their dynamic is so interesting to me because I was like, yes, finally some gay queer people. Like, come on, man, give us that emotional vulnerability that we got from Ultimate Gay Men, Mari. Yeah, I know. I said I said I I said unrealistic <laughs> expectations. They 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 came in very hot, you know, like I was like, oh, they're going to do this. They're going to find their throuple. And I I, I didn't realize how big of that backstory that we were going to get between, mm-hmm. like, uh, Raymond being, like, um, bi and that Ash was his, is his Ash first. Ashmal is bi. Raymond isn't. He's gay. Sorry. Yes, you're right. I'm sorry. Ashmal. But I then they try to play Ash it off Ray. in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. They try to play it off yeah. in the trailer. Raymond's just, don't knock it to you. Try it. This man is gay, baby. He's a gay man. He's a gay I man. I that, too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so Ash is bisexual, mm-hmm. and, and and Ray is mm, he's he's claiming don't knock it till you try it, but I I don't know, um and that um Ray is Ash's first boyfriend. I didn't realize how pivotal that was going to be in, until later later on, um mm-hmm. but I, I still like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're so cute, but the communication is not communicating. And, like, to be honest, Ashmal is so good. <laughs> like, I think, no notes, sweetie. He handles yeah. so much Keep of doing it. Well, Keep doing what you're doing. It's, it's other people. So let's talk about this mixer because, oof, they, they had their eyes pretty much all over the place. So no slides. But who they talk to is that, first of all, Chris. Chris is, like, hippie muscular but then has like a femme voice going on he has his bulge front and center in those pink oh. little pants mm-hmm. i remember the yeah. bulge don't remember yeah. his name I, I, yeah, I was like thor <laughs> yeah that's right thor and thor's hammer that's what i remember <laughs> yeah um meanwhile frank a tall dark skin black man he's there and then he says that he's from la mm-hmm. ramon has the nerve to fix his mouth and be like, oh, well, LA gays, there's just a thing with them. So, no. The way Ramon acts later, I'm like, <laughs> let's, let's revisit LA gays because <laughs> are you ruling them out because of the stereotype or because you're scared? Mm. of what the LA gays will think of you because mm. 
way you treated this man. Yes, an LA gay would drag you down. You got off easy with Jonathan. Very. Very. So, yeah. Uh, they also, they talk about... Jeez. They did talk to a woman. I will give them that at the mixer. They talked to Jess, but in the end, they picked Jonathan. Jonathan's a cutie. He's a bisexual, just like Ashmal. They both had this journey about coming out to their families. Doesn't seem like a problem then. <laughs> it becomes a very big problem later, though. Like, uh, I'm again, where's the footages? Because. Yeah. What happened between the first night when they're all like, oh, this is so nice, slash, oh, okay, wait, we're all, like, making out and doing stuff now, <laughs> um, to the next morning where Raymond feels like he's not being included, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, okay, so they say from their past, right, that they've had threesomes, foursomes, but they kick them out the next day. Mm-hmm. I, maybe maybe Ramon was just very triggered of like, yeah, Jonathan stuck around and then that mm-hmm. gives more time for him to talk to Ashmal about what they have in common and he gets pissy about it. Honestly, pissy is the best word for how he acts about this whole situation. And it's so, it's actually really frustrating to me because first of all, um, by men, like I, my heart goes out to them. They be having it rough while we're getting objectified and we see it in this very show. Like, I feel like by men get no space. And mm-hmm. Ram- Ramon, he acts on that. He just gives them no space to just be themselves. And it's so sad. Yeah. And there was something kind of like, underlining misogynistic like it gave me like body count like mm-hmm. I think that uh, Raymond loved that he was Ash's like one and only like gay mm-hmm. you know I, we don't know mm-hmm. well we don't know we don't know if mm-hmm. Ash had been like you know hooking up with other people but I think I think Ray liked that he was his first gay relationship yeah and seeing now seeing mm-hmm. like Jonathan and Ash connect and now he's not the only one. It's kind. It's, you get what I'm saying when I link it to the body count type of thing. Like the girls don't count, but like yeah. I'm the guy, and now I'm seeing you with another guy, and yeah. now I don't really like this. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if I, I'm liking this type thing. Mm-hmm. Right, because uh, Ashmal did say he had hooked up with men before, but he mm-hmm. hadn't. Or right, he said that right. He yeah. like he hadn't been in a relationship. Yeah. Like, and their relationship started because Ramon said this isn't gonna just be a hookup. Hook he actually right. put the pressure right. to like lock mm-hmm. that shit down. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely like what you're saying. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Ramon might have felt like, oh yeah, I'm the one that he, I, it's something special about me because he's in a relationship yeah. with me and like it's. I think he said I, that too. Later on, he does. He's like, is this? And like, honestly, that also just comes into any polyamorous situation. It's like, oh my god, but this person, like, aren't aren't I their person? It goes like strictly against that that they can make connections with other people. But it is like a very biphobic thing as well of just like feeling like the bisexual could just leave at any moment because they're they can be into anybody uh, and like hey. they they're hypersexualized and everything like that. And I think this whole dynamic totally plays into that. Um yeah. So uh, yeah. There's a lot of things going on in this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they definitely jump into bed and have a threesome. They're not doing what Sanu is doing about processing anything. Mm-hmm. And the next day, um, so Ramon basically starts giving the silent treatment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, weird, weird energy down. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it felt, and it felt like it came out of nowhere. It did. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. did. I think he just really was uncomfortable of having the man still around and Ashmal being like just a friendly, kind person. He's like, 
Why are you even talking to him? We get into the whole jealousy. Oh my gosh. The jealousy. Uh, but whole before jealousy. that, the boundaries one. Oh yeah. The boundaries oh, that's exercise. What I meant. Yeah, the boundaries. Oh, oh okay. sorry. Mm-hmm. Yes. So for the boundaries, I don't even remember what poor Jonathan was doing, honestly, because it it became all about Ramon. Yeah. And he's just sitting there like, like oh, <laughs> that going, face. Oh my god. This this is the one that pissed me off like the most because it's like you agree to the terms of like at the very least my partner and this person are doing something. If I feel uncomfortable, I'm going to say the safe word. Objection. Objection. Raymond sat there outwardly beaming that he has a problem with what's going on, but doesn't say the safe word. Mm-mm. And because it's because Ash can pick up on that, because I mean, duh, anybody could pick up on it. Ash was like, oh, we're so connected. I could pick on it. no. No girl, like look at like yeah, he, just, he was he was very bad, you know. He's making um, it that obvious. Yeah, that they're kissing and or whatever. So it puts Ash in the situation where he has to then say the safe word, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, "Why'd you say the safe word?" He's like, mm-hmm. "I said the safe word because clearly Ramon looks uncomfortable," which mm-hmm. is so unfair to your partner. Like Ash is not a mind reader; he is not telepathic. And it was so rude of Raymond to put that on him, like, oh, but you said the safe word after he tongued you down. Yep. Why didn't you say the safe word before the tonguing down? Yeah. <laughs> like you agreed to do in this this challenge. Yeah. Right. He's like, I didn't want other people to judge me for saying the safe word. Right. And it's like, are uh, you more concerned with other people's perception of you yeah. versus understanding your own needs? around mm-hmm. engaging with a third person in your relationship like and expressing them that part but yes like being able to express it but I it's like it literally he did not do the exercise at all like it felt like he agreed to the exercise and then in his mind he's like this exercise is noting how far Jonathan and Ashmal will go without me or you know it was just like mm-hmm. that's not the exercise like yeah you can't be mad at anything Jonathan is doing because his role in this is to push your potential boundaries to see mm-hmm. what you're comfortable with. And you're mad at your own partner because you feel like he's into this, which he theoretically he should is. be into this yeah. because yeah. y'all picked yeah. this person mm-hmm. that y'all just hooked up with last night. So it's just like, is he <laughs> doing something y'all weren't doing in the bed together last night? Or is I'm it saying. like you, it's like Ramon could not figure out his own boundaries or allow himself to like explore like what am I truly uncomfortable with like yeah you know it's like it became he immediately like the first thing he's like yeah how I feel about it is Jonathan could have said anything because Ashmal is so easy he would have been into it yo yes and he's like basically devaluing Jonathan of like, well, my partner's just easy, which also, again, plays into the bisexual stereotype of Mm -hmm. like, they're just so easy. And it's like, which is it? Which is it? You want us, but then you want to act act, like punish us for being, you know, I don't know. It's it's so ridiculous. I'm not gonna lie, they trigger me because I've been in a relationship like that. Like, do not try and make me feel bad, and in, in, in but you still can't express your feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I just and then he just just uh, moping around, moping around. Like you said, giving Jonathan a cold shoulder. Poor Jonathan is like, yo, the vibes are off. At least, at least Ash is sitting here like trying to talk and communicate and talk it out. Just for Raymond to keep swinging the stick at him, which I was like, I need you to stop being mean exactly. to this man. You know? Exactly. Um, I, yeah, that was so. Jonathan <laughs> gets into bed with them after all of this. They are in the bottom sheet and the comforter. Mm-hmm. He has a white sheet. Yeah. And exactly. on the very opposite, that's when you take, get your ass up. And go find Becca, cause Becca's like sleeping on the couch somewhere. Get like what? This was 
insane how long that this went and it's just emotional immaturity it's making it's it's wanting your partner to act like a parent and be like mm-hmm. you should read my needs no that's what a parent does boo boo it's not what your uh, partner does my four-year-old does does that like why are you imitating a toddler right now exactly mm-hmm. and then i hated that like after this he later claims when Oshmo's like you're actually treating this person inhumanely you don't look at them when they talk he said well now you're being dramatic no bitch you and Brittany and Sean need (laughs) courses on how to treat human beings because this Mm -hmm. is insane that your husband your boyfriend has to say hey can you look at us when we're talking to you it's especially it's like um as a resident of the Mean Girls Club, when somebody has pissed me off or done something against me, whew, have I done similar behavior? Yes, I'm just going to be yeah. honest. However, yeah. neither Jonathan nor Sanu did anything to the other person, exactly. right? It's like they're literally just existing and doing this show the way that they were instructed to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like they make some unspoken transgression because it's literally unspoken in both cases like yeah, Brittany is not communicating with Sanu her issues with her and Ramon is not communicating with literally anybody about his issues with mm-hmm. this setup you know or with Jonathan and like literally just not speaking to them at all mm-hmm. it's like you knew you were being rude when y'all were sitting at that table together and Ashmal is like hey like can you look this way? We're literally talking to you. Like, get over yourself. This is not, like, Jonathan did nothing wrong. And mm-hmm. actually, Ashmal didn't do anything wrong either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't this go on for two days, too? Yes. Like, yes. It oh went God. on too long. It was indefensible. And when he gets confronted, Ramon's like, well, I own it. I own it. And it's like, you don't own it. Because he basically said you're acting inhumanely and he's like well you're just being dramatic and like I think he even claimed well I didn't know you guys were talking to me so which one is it um uh-uh. I don't think you own it at all and so yeah it it goes on way too long um but you know <laughs> Ashma later has to cry which oh is so this is actually such a common dynamic like Mm -hmm. it's like the person will keep stonewalling until they they interpret you crying or getting as upset as them as caring Mm -hmm. yes questions Mm -hmm. of how are you doing and trying to talk that's not caring i need you to match my energy and then I know you care so he's crying and everything and he's like maybe I should be a bad boyfriend like maybe I should make promises I can't keep like he's actually saying these devastating things as he's crying and then all of a sudden um freaking Ramon's like no I love you and they all get solved with a twirl I was like yeah yeah This is like a perfect example of like a lot of these couples actually need couples therapy and not adding another person into this situation because it's like uh, doing non-monogamy or polyamory just highlights the issues within your own your current relationship like adding more people into it and it's like um, I know I keep comparing the two couples but like or like putting them together but um, Brittany and Sean and Ramon and Ashmal are just like great examples of like these two couples on their own actually have a really hard time communicating <clears throat> and mm-hmm. adding someone else in just like massively highlights like their gaps around communication and mm-hmm. then the ways that they as a unit will just be like they'll figure it out but it's like actually they haven't resolved anything like nothing was has been resolved in the original conflict or issue that came up they're just deciding to move on yeah yeah, exactly. And like, okay, so Jonathan, he's venting to someone about this whole situation. And he's like, this is actually kind of weird because I'm actually more physically attracted to Ramon. And I'm like, oh, I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> a lover's yeah, yeah. storyline. <laughs> so uh, Ramon's like, okay, I'm finally going to pull him aside. And, you know, he's like, oh, I've been acting wild and everything like that and Jonathan's like actually I'm like much 
like I was so drawn to you and I wanted to make this work da 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 and oh you just see short Ramon just grow a feet <laughs> like foot taller hearing all this gas yep he, he that smile broke out really quickly on his face meanwhile Ash is down there like I hope they kiss <laughs> <laughs> My bike, yeah. my bike. Oh my god! So, um, and in the end, you know, we have another the swap ceremony, and honestly, they probably should have been the last because they were last in the episode, and mm-hmm. we have a cliffhanger. <laughs> we swapped. Not the. <laughs> <laughs> we swapped. said it too didn't he say like we're, we're, we're gonna swap it or we're gonna make a change he said something very dehumanizing to me right? I, I noted it this is what he said he said we would like to move on to something new mm-hmm. that's what it was I was mm-hmm. like oh I felt so bad for Jonathan here you can't um, even say someone yeah yeah I, I, my only guess would be Frank I guess um, yeah yeah, because we do get a there is a shot of like uh, Ray like jumping into Frank's arms. Yeah, and like let's talk about Frank for a minute because he's the only black man yeah. living his his truth on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, black men are very sexualized in the gay community, mm-hmm. really any community. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the one who was from LA, so I already think. Ramon's going to be triggered and insecure about something when it comes to this man. But he liked tight. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, they also, and I caught this after the matching ceremony the first time around, is that Oshmal said Frank also was hitting it off with every couple. couple. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. They did say that. Yeah. When he was talking to Sean. Yeah. By yeah. The and I just think that's a little, I don't know. I think it's weird how they're talking about Frank. I mean, I um, well, I made a note when I was watching it the first time. Frank stepped forward for Corey and Wilder, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Is Wilder by? Did I miss something? Why?" Is Yo, that- I think he's like me. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe we're a bit Delulu, but it's like Wilder. <laughs> What's the last time we had a little check in? I don't know. Yeah. I, I and I also like that he's confident. I don't know, Team Frank. <laughs> Frank, yeah. I so I I think we will eventually see Frank in some capacity. Yeah. We definitely will. Oh, that's yeah. all the couples. Okay. No, but Oof. on the next time on though. Yo, I I didn't look. Well, I know I did. I know I did. But there's nothing big. What do you guys want to talk about when it comes to the next on? Well, there, there's a there's an actual what seems like a queer couple coming. Did you miss it? Yeah, there's a there, there's a new couple coming, and I mean I don't want to I don't know stereotype, but like they look very open, both the mm. man and the woman. Mm. And oh my God, I'm it's another man and woman. Yes, but I, like I'm saying, I'm I'm yeah. pretty sure they're both openly queer. Like I would mm. be very shocked if this man comes and says I'm straight. Oh my god! Let me let me look. Yeah, it's I'm so super excited because they mm-hmm. seem to really like kind of shake things up because they both seem like open to everybody. So I think they come in with a bang, and a lot of the yeah. singles that are matched are actually looking at them as well. So yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. That gives Love Island energy. That gives bombshell like bombshell. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I wish they would have started out, but no. if better late than never. No. Right. no, I like this. I wish it was like lesbian couple. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? <laughs> but him being um, bi does open things up because I swear to God, if we add another heterosexual man, I'm writing a letter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, it, and then also in the next time on, it looked like um, Mia. It looks like Mia doesn't really hit it off with Lauren. 
Mm-hmm. Um, is it yeah, because think... he's really into Mia? Because that's what I wondered. I'm I like, think we... so. That's what mm-hmm. I'm getting the vibe of. Yeah. Darian looks to be interested in the new couple. Was what I yeah. also saw on the next time on. Nice. Look, looked like a lot of drama. Like Ray and Ash. Like there, there's a maybe like a sound bite clip yeah. type thing where they're like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe, maybe we don't even need to be together or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, think I remember that. I'm like, I hope. Let <laughs> Ash, let Ash live his best bisexual life, please. Let him and run along. Yeah. Oh my God. And then if they find a girl, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I want. Let's have two men, one woman, please. Right? Mm-hmm. So not giving that. Mm-hmm. I, I can't see that happening. Anytime I do soon, wonder so. if we're gonna get more singles because, like, it really felt like the singles dwindled down in the last. And I'm like, who the heck is it's missing? It's originally supposed to be 14. It's originally 14 singles. Mm. So I wouldn't be surprised if by the second mixer, some people are like, oh, I'm not feeling any other couples. But then I hope, mm. like, will we get fresh blood? I don't know. I don't know. Also, one thing that came to my mind also when we were talking about Brittany and um, her attraction or non-attraction to women, <laughs> I wonder, because <laughs> as a, a bi-femme, I think I thought I would I would say oh I'm bi curious for so long until I realized like mask women were a thing. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> what I was wondering too. We we don't really have any mask baddies on this lineup. We mm-hmm. have Lena and I don't even know if Lena identifies mm-hmm. as mask. Lena just has short hair and mm-hmm. but if you see Lena's picture she got the harness on the thigh. Oop, whoa. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, she comes <laughs> but, out strong, but, but then you gotta then this is a thruple thing, yeah. so it's like that. That's the unfortunate part of this. This isn't just yeah. but dating, I think I just want to we're like dating, leave. it's because Sean's here too. Mm-hmm. Hi, Sean, yeah, yeah. I think I just want to leave that space for Brittany and um and Corey when it comes to talking about whether they are or not mm-hmm. attraction to women because that's part of also this the expansive thing of mm-hmm. attraction is like like some people like me I'm attracted to I would say masculinity on everyone mm-hmm. no matter the gender so yeah but if you don't have any friends it's going to give friendship okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah. 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 That's what I, because she said she talked to women before. So I'm just like, so you've done talking stages. So I'm curious mm-hmm. what those women look like, especially her dynamic with Sean, but what she's named of like, she doesn't approach people first. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, if she mm-hmm. has been in a talking stage with a woman, to me, it sounds like it probably was a masculine woman who approached her. Um, but yeah. then she didn't maybe necessarily take the leap because she was unsure of how she felt about it. Right? It could have been exactly. a stud. It could have right. been a stud. A stud might be thinking. somewhere, like punch in the air <laughs> right now. Crying, throwing down. But that's what I'm saying. She said she's always been in the talking stage with them. Mm-hmm. That so so she so she knows that she can form emotional connections mm. with women. Yeah. But I, like you said, do we know if she can take that next step and right. take it from an emotional connection to a sexual connection to a relationship connection? And we don't know. We I don't know, know if she knows. It's like yeah. She might like, not know unless she tries. Tries it. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So she, she, she probably just, she got scared, you know, or something like that and just never took the leap, like you guys said. So I, I don't know. Maybe this is supposed to be the leap. But yeah. like you said, maybe there's no women who are peeking here because she, she's attracted to masked women. But again, Sean is right there. Is he going <laughs> to let all of the... <laughs> He's not. Because he get. I mean, the way that he talked about, he doesn't know what would happen with this third person. I'm just like, mm-hmm. so it's giving me you don't actually, you also don't understand queer sex either. Because it felt like he was like, if I'm occupied, I literally don't know what this other person would be doing. And it's like, <laughs> right. 
having a good ass time. Like we don't yeah. need your penis explicitly mm-hmm. to have a good time in this scenario. Mm-hmm. And it's like she could also be doing something with you or doing something with Brittany or like herself. Like there's so many options in this, but it's giving to me he's a very heterosexual, heteronormative man. And he yes. cannot like pers- he, he can't even like it's like he can't conceive an, of an like, idea. Like, <laughs> is he even a freak? Is he even a freak? He's not he's not, not a freak. So he's not a freak because he's afraid of Peach, honestly. Because he, so he was like Peach mm-hmm. is a freak. And I was like, she has a tongue ring and she's bisexual. Like what are freaky vibes? Like what are we talking about? She didn't say mm-hmm. anything to me that gave like Super she is I mean, talking about dom or submissive are you oh, a yeah, top or a bottom like but it's like those are actually just generally questions um but also are. they if you are very vanilla i can see how it's like i think oh, he's she's vanilla. freaky like absolutely yeah i think he's vanilla and i and i and i i think they both want something more and again they or like at least I don't know. They just don't know what they want. Like, they don't know what they want. Like, why didn't you talk about the sexual aspect before you came on the show? Literally. Like, what do you mean you're here on the show and you're like, I, I can't imagine how the sex would go? <laughs> like, I don't, huh? And she doesn't help him. She no. doesn't help him. It's like, girl, do you have any fantasies of your own if you're in this like, right but I think I'm not gonna start anything and I think because they have an inability to communicate and because he's so like he doesn't know what's going on and she might be afraid of how he might perceive if she were to name like oh I can think of some things that she'd be doing you know she might be afraid of how he would receive her in that way all right on this podcast guys when we do our recaps we we always have two questions. One is what's the beautiful black moment of the episodes, and then also what is the chaotic buy moment. And yes, we do the chaotic buy moment for every recap to follow the black buy theme. Usually it's a stretch, but thank God for this one. We are closer to the money. So, uh, Mari, do you want to go first on what your beautiful black moment is? Uh, it's hard for a beautiful black moment. I'm sorry within this drop. I, I'm sorry. I think my favorite beautiful black moment was Peach being very upfront yeah. and being very complimentary of Sean and Brittany when she first met them. Um, she really, I like, I don't know what kind of edit they're trying to give her, but I think she is just so like fun and endearing and a little like shady in a good way. Yeah. So uh, Peach is my, my uh, black, black moment. Um, my chaotic buy moment would probably be Corey just honestly just having a slight mental break breakdown in the bathroom the night before the choosing ceremony. She was very much bouncing off the walls. I felt bad for her, but I'm glad that Wilder was there to calm her down. So those are my two moments. Nice. Uh, my beautiful black moment. Um. Which, I mean, it was honestly kind of chaotic, but um, when they are around the fire about to do the jealousy mm-hmm. exercise and Brittany goes, um, what, where'd she go? She's like, wait. And people are like, and she's like, there's a little spider thing. <laughs> she's like, I know I'm supposed to be keeping my composure and like doing this exercise and acting like we're not in the elements filming right now, but I need y'all to know. Yeah, big ass spider thing on the ground, and you know all these hermit crabs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think it's like what complimented it more was that like she's doing that. Doctor Howard's like ah, and like freaking out, <laughs> and then like Corey just like oh, it's just a little hermit, and like <laughs> literally picks up this hermit crab and moves it as the black women are like, yeah, what the hell is going on around us? Am I safe? I'm like, yeah. I think Dylan jumped too. I think I saw Dylan jump a little bit too. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, and then the chaotic buy moment, I think, has to be Lauren and Becca and like longing because queerness is always queers are always longing. And so like recognizing that this configuration won't work because Dylan's not into it, but they really love each other or like each other and yeah. attract each other, but they'll just be friends. Yeah. Like, Mm, gotta love that yearning and longing. 
the fact that Jess said that was like the first time she felt that way about another woman, I'm like, oh my god, I'm like this is a lot. Um, my beautiful black moment has to be Sanu, just being confident, knowledgeable, uh, graceful throughout this whole thing. Like you cannot tell me she did a single misstep, even though I didn't want her to apologize. And I wanted her to give up on them. Like, Mm -hmm. that's me that is quick to cut off. (laughs) Like, the minute, the minute I see you up to some mess, she's, she's like, oh, I, I can see some potential. And that's, that some people got to be like that. Um, And then for my chaotic vibe moment is giving Becca, Becca, will steal your girl. She don't care. She will say, you're not here for the right reasons, da-da-da. And uh, she was salty. And she even admitted that she was salty and gave her reasons why. So you know what? Very uh, Renee Rapp vibes. Like, (laughs) 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 Sorry, your girl leaving with me. Period. Mm -hmm. So... I'm looking forward to see if she gets up to anything else. And yeah, that's definitely my chaotic vibe. On a different note, (laughs) this is the perfect match house. That makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. My my bestie pointed that out to me. I was like, you are incredibly right. It is. Yeah. They just kind of angle it from a different angle. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was like, when you say that, the walkway over the water. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it totally is. Wow. Nice. <sighs> All right. Um, it was a blast and a lot that we just talked about. <laughs> it was three episodes, you know? It was, right, it was the three drop. episodes. <laughs> yeah. And we will we will be back with more. But it might look a little different. So, Mari, tell people where they can um, follow you and and what you're doing and all that good stuff. Of course, you can follow me over on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much. That's two, like the number two. Um, You can also find me again over on the Crime Scene Podcast with Sarah Carradine. Each week, we break down a true crime um, property like a documentary, a docuseries. We watch it, rate it, and review it and tell you if you should watch it as well. Like I said, Nicole has been a guest over there at least two times, if I I remember correctly. Um, And you can go to robhasawebsite.com slash crime feed in order to subscribe to that. Also, if any, if by chance you're interested in wrestling, you want to see some half-naked men and half-naked women roll around, great time. Me and Matt Scott, we make it very fun um, over on the Wrestling Rehab podcast. You can go to robhasawebsite.com slash wrestling feed in order to subscribe over there. Or you can watch us on the Rob Has a Podcast YouTube page, which I would definitely suggest. If you're on this YouTube page, just go to the Rob Has a Podcast YouTube page. Um, check out Wrestling Rehab Up. We bring up nice pictures too. We do that too. So you don't even have to watch wrestling to listen to us. We're very fun. We make it very easy to to uh, watch along with us and get it along with us. So you can check me out over there as well. Yes. And thank you for having me. This is fun. <laughs> of course. How about you, Quita? You can find me on Instagram um, at hello underscore quita for my hot takes on social justice and political issues as well as reality tv and pop culture yeah and you will you guys can find all those links below again i'm nicole weaver i want you to subscribe to this channel if you like what you see like this please if you liked watching um you can also follow the podcast on podcast apps if you're ever on the go i am also an entertainment writer and i am writing over at collider i actually am writing several articles about uh this show and once they're up i can link them down below but most importantly i would love it if you guys followed black by reality across all of your socials um Take care of yourselves and see you next time for Couple the Thruple.